and he taught me. And it's important not to focus your eyes on the symptoms. Amen? Don't focus your eyes on the symptoms. Focus your eyes on what Jesus had already done. All the attacks of the devil are temporary, but our health and healing is eternal. And what is eternal will defeat what is temporary. Can we say amen? I don't know if you have read what I've texted to you, what I'm preaching today. I love the title of what I'm teaching today, what God has put in my heart to share with you. Forgiven, delivered, and crowned. Forgiven, delivered, and crowned. I want you to look at Psalm 103, verse 2. Psalm 103, verse 2. Now, everybody knows Psalm 103. If you know Psalm 103, lift up your hands. How many of you know, bless the Lord, O my soul, and all that is within me, bless his holy name. We all know that verse. Now, let's read verse 2. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and forget not all his benefits. This is so powerful. Bless the Lord, O my soul. I thought it's David. What is he saying? Bless the Lord, O my soul. David was speaking out of his spirit. He was speaking from his spirit to his soul which is made up of his will, his thoughts, and his emotions. David was ministering to himself. He's ministering from his spirit to his natural being. This is the key. This is the key to his success, both spiritually and historically. Now, when you read the Bible, don't just read it as the good book. When you read the Bible, don't read it just because you need to fulfill your religious obligations. When you read the Bible, it's God revealing to you ways to live a successful, powerful life. The Bible, the Word of God, is God speaking to us. Jesus is the Word. The Word is God. So if you want to hear God, then go to the Word of God. If you want to hear Jesus, go to His Word. Amen? So here we are told that we need to differentiate, we need to discern the difference between our spirit and our soul. All of us that are already Christians that you are born-again Christians, you need to be able to tell the difference between your spirit and your soul. Otherwise, you will forever be defeated and you'll forever be bullied by the devil through situations and circumstances in our lives. Let's face it, we're living in the end times and things are not getting easier but tougher. And that's why it is so important that we equip ourselves Amen? We equip ourselves and we allow God to empower us to overcome. It is his will for us to overcome. It is not his will for us to suffer till we die. It is his will for us to be more than conquerors and more than overcomers. Can we say amen? And every time, <coughs> every time when attack comes, we go higher. 
Every time when a text comes, we prove that the Word of God is real. We prove that the Word of God prevails against every attack. And victory is sure. Can we say amen? Hallelujah. So don't be afraid of battles. Don't be afraid when things get tough, when the goings get tough. That's your test. Testing that you are real, that you have the word of God in you, and you're using the word, and you're, you're getting and you're claiming territories. Can we say amen? So how do we differentiate between the soul and the spirit? I thought it's just me. No. No, your spirit is very different from your soul. Now, your soul is very loud, noisy, pushy, intimidating, domineering, and reactive. That's your soul. Okay? Now, please understand and get this revelation. Your feelings is not you. Your feelings is not you. You are not your feelings. You are your spirit. Amen. You are your spirit. The precious born again you. The new creature in Christ Jesus that Jesus died for. That's the real you. Amen. Hallelujah. Can I ask you to put your hand on your heart and say, I love myself. Like Jesus loves me. One more time, I love myself like Jesus loved me. Amen. Your spirit is different from your soul. Your spirit stays close to God. Your spirit loves the Holy Spirit, loves the truth. Your spirit loves people. Your spirit will never be offended. Your spirit will never be angry. Your spirit never gives up. Your spirit never quits. Never gets upset, never gets offended. That's the real you. Can we say amen? Hallelujah. What a glorious personality, isn't it? Your spirit is not bossy. Whoa, hallelujah. Wow. Well, if you would give time for your spirit to minister to your soul, it's so important for us to pause and let our spirit minister to our soul, minister to our will, our thoughts, and our emotions. Let our spirit rise up to lead us. Let our spirit manage us. Your life would never be the same. Your spirit will give you instructions. Your spirit will talk to you. Your spirit will teach you to do great things in God. Your spirit will teach you to do great things in God. Like, I was so scared. I said, Lord, how could I lead praise and worship? How could I preach? You know, would I be coughing? Would I be sneezing? And the Lord said to me, do it by faith. Do it by faith, not by fear. I said, yes, Lord, that's it. By faith. Glory be to God. All the symptoms fall off. Amen. I confess over myself. I say that my nose does not run. My, my throat does not, my, my nose does not run. My throat does not cough. How many of you would agree with me? How many of you would agree with me? I say to myself, my vocal cord is perfect. You know, I, I had this kind of attack when I was overseas in um, Wuhan. My throat was hurting so bad. It was like somebody was using a chainsaw and 
doing this. And that's what happened to me Tuesday night. And when uh, Tuesday night, my throat was hurting so bad, so bad. And then Wednesday morning, it was so bad. And I just continue and I said, Lord, this is your body. This is the temple of the Holy Spirit. And I choose to be strong. I choose not to believe in the attacks of the devil. I choose to believe in the Lordship of Jesus Christ. Amen. Glory be to God. We live by faith and not by fear. We run to the battles. We don't run from the battles. Can we say amen? How many of you know that when you're in a battle and you lie down and cry, what will happen to you? You'll get killed. Isn't that right? Amen. So, well, you ask me, Pastor Dora, why are you in a battle? Well, we're always in a battle anyway. Amen. Either you're in a battle or you're going through it or you're coming out of it. Amen. Glory be to God. Why? Because we're called to be conquerors. We're called to be more than overcomers. I thought your life is so good. My life is good. All the battles, that's what make my life good. Amen. All the battles, that's what had given me success. All the battles, that's what had given me this pulpit to preach from. I can't preach to you, I can't teach you what works if I myself have not gone through them. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Well, this was what's happening to David at the time. Amen. His born-again spirit, even though he was an Old Testament saint, his spirit had got the Holy Spirit. So his spirit ministered to his soul. Now, how many of you have read the book of Psalms? How many of you know that David could get very depressed? Yes. So he had his spirit ministering to his soul. Amen. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Amen. How many of you have read all the battles in the Old Testament? Yes. What did God say to them? Even when they found that they were losing, what did God say to them? What did God say to Moses? What are you doing? What's in your hand? Amen. We have to live by faith and not by sight. Can we say amen? Live by faith and not by sight. What is the word of God? The word of God is spiritual knowledge. The devil tries to get us to live by sense knowledge. How do I feel? What do I see? What do I hear? All the sense knowledge that is making you, you know, so, so submissive to your natural environment, to your circumstances, to your weaknesses, to all the problems in life, because they appear to be so pressing. It's talking to your senses. But the Word of God is spiritual knowledge. There are two kinds of knowledge, the sense knowledge and the spiritual knowledge. And God says that we are to live by spiritual knowledge. The spiritual knowledge will set you free from bondages, to the sense knowledge. Can we say amen? And that's how miracles happen. That's how healings come. Can we say amen? Glory be to God. Hallelujah. Amen. So we need to understand that our born again spirit can be pushed out of the way. Whoa. Can be muffled by a domineering and a noisy soul. Because your born again spirit, your spirit does not fight. Your spirit does not fight. It's not assertive. It's non-aggressive. It's not competitive. 
It operates by invitations when asked, just like the Holy Spirit. That's what your spirit is like. Why? Because your spirit has the nature of God. How many of you know that God is not assertive? God is not aggressive. God does not manipulate. God does not push. It's up to you to choose to listen to him. It's up to us to choose to listen to the born-again spirit. Everything in our life is our choice. Everything in our life is a choice, both for good and for evil. Everything in our life is a choice, both for this life and the life to come. It is so easy to say that oh, it's because of him. Oh, it's because of her. Oh, it's because of them. Oh, it's because of the coal. Oh, because of this. Oh, because of that. No, no, no. Every choices in your life is because of you. You are the one to choose. Nobody can live your life but you. Say to the person next to you, nobody can live your life but you. Amen. Isn't that true? I can be listened to you with my face, but my mind is arguing against you. Isn't that right? I can choose. This thing called, so, this thing called head. <laughs> this thing called head. You can have all the junk happening in there without anybody knowing. You can look like a saint, but then you have all the junk happening in the mind. Isn't that true? You are the one who knows yourself better than anybody else. You're the one who knows yourself better than anybody know, better than anybody else. But the good news is your spirit knows you better. Your spirit knows you better. Your spirit is the answer. Your spirit is the treasure. Your spirit is the rescuer. Your spirit is the all in all. Amen. God's answer that he has deposited in you. Amen. So David's spirit was telling him to bless the Lord, to remember all the benefits that he had received from God. Whoa. David's spirit was telling his soul to remember all the good that God had done for him. What a powerful revelation. Whoa. And David obeyed that. And he got a multiplication of blessings in his life. Because the word of God says, when you're willing and when you're obedient, you will eat the good of the land. Amen. Father, praise the Lord. We thank you. We praise you. We can never outgive God. You can never outgive him. When you serve him, when you bless him, he blesses you more. You can never outgive God. Amen. Whenever you serve him, whenever you bless him, he blesses you more over and above all that you can ask or think. It is to our benefit. It is to our benefit to serve the Lord. It is to our benefit to bless him. It is to our benefit to listen to him. 
Amen. Hallelujah. When I believe God for healing, when I believe God to, to take away the soreness in my throat, I didn't get it right away. I didn't get it right away. I got it the next day. Amen. Hallelujah. And then I heard it from somebody that I knew. And she said to me that whenever she had sore throat, it would last her for one month. <laughs> and I say, thank you, Jesus. I've never been sick for a month. Glory be to God. I don't even remember when was the last time that I was sick. Amen. Hallelujah. This divine health is a real deal. Amen. But you have to know God to walk away in it. Amen. To walk in it. You have to know God to walk in it. Praise the Lord. The devil will laugh at you. The devil will mock you and say that you must be joking. You know, every time you say like that, watch out. The devil said, I'm going to attack you. You just attack him back. Can we say amen? Whenever the devil attacks us, what do we do? Attack him. Amen. Glory be to God. And he had already lost. Praise the Lord. Amen. Amen. So absorb this revelation into your spirit. Absorb this revelation into your spirit. You can never outgive God. He will not forget all your labor and your services unto Him. And He will reward you. God does not owe anybody debts. And whatever you've done for Him, Whatever you've given to him, he will multiply your giving and your service. How many of you believe this? Lift up your hands. Amen. Now let's go back to Psalm 103. Amen. You know, the world is a lot of bad. We don't have to live by what is bad. We have to live by what is good. Oh, but Pastor Dora, I'm coughing. My throat is hurting. Well, the rest of your body is still functioning okay. Isn't that right? Your limbs are good. Your arms are good. Your eyes are good. Amen. Can we say amen? Amen. And how many of you know that the more you thank the Lord, the more blessings you have from him? How many of you know that thanksgiving will multiply God's blessings in your life? Can we say amen? Amen. Now go back to Psalm 103. This is so powerful. I want you to notice the five who's. What do you mean the five who's? All right. I want you to look at this. Psalm 103. Look at verse 3. This is the first who. Who forgives all your iniquities, including your sins and your mistakes? The second who. Who heals all your diseases? The third who. Who redeems your life from destruction? The fourth who, who crowns you with loving kindness and tender mercies. The fifth who, who satisfies your mouth with good so that your youth is renewed like the eagles. Wow. Five who's. Now let's look at the six benefits. We read that just now. Starting with, number one, forgiveness of sins and mistakes. Number two, healing of diseases. Number three, redemption from destruction. All right, those three. Take away all the negative. And then we go to promotion. Number four, 
crowned with loving kindness and tender mercies. Number five, satisfied with good, your youth is renewed like the eagles. Six benefits. Can we say amen? Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. The word of God is the living word. When we read Psalm 103, it's no longer a past record. It's no longer something, you know, so far away from us. That was what David wrote. That was what David said. No, the word of God is forever present tense. It's forever. It's the living word. It's the active word. It's the word that is in action all the time. Amen. And when you read the Bible, the power of God is released from your faith and from your tongue, from your vocal cord, and give you the blessings as promised. Amen. That's why Isaiah 55 verse 11 says that the word of God will never return unto God void, but it will accomplish that which he pleases, and it will prosper in the thing whereto he sent it. So where's the word sent when you're reading it? Where's the word sent when you're reading it? Can you answer me? Sent to? To you. That's why you're reading it. Amen? So where is the word sent now at this moment? Sent to whom? Lift up your hands if it's to you. Lift up your hands if it's to you. Yes, yes. Like we are so readily to get offended when people say something bad about us. Why don't we get readily blessed as soon as the word of God is released? Can we say amen? How many of you are getting blessed now? Amen. Glory be to God. Hallelujah. Now, I want to dive deeper. Are you okay to go deeper? Amen. Now, know that the word of God is not about, you know, um, what's... You know, being good, you know, being proper, being perfect. God knows that we are not perfect. God knows that we need help. And that's why he has sent us help. Can we say amen? Okay, let's look at the progression. Can we still go to Psalm 103? Okay, the scriptures that I gave you. Psalm 103 verse 2. Look at the progression. What's the progression? Psalm 103. Now, that's why you need to read the Word with the Holy Spirit, okay? Need the, to, to read the Word with the Holy Spirit. Now, let's look at the progression. Okay, look at the progression. Number one, forgiveness. Okay? Number one, forgiveness. Number two, healing. Number three, redemption. Number four, crowning. Number five, satisfying. Number six, rejuvenating. Now, you can see that there is a progression in that and how powerful is that. You know, the power is getting out of the clutches of the devil. That is forgiveness of sins. That is what redemption from destruction. That is what healing from sickness and disease. What is that? It's getting out of the clutches of the devil. And then move on to promotion. Move on to being crowned. Crowned with tender mercies. Crowned with loving kindness. Amen. 
Amen. And then what? And then there was that satisfying. Satisfying us with good. How many of you would like to be satisfied with good? What is the best? It's the Word of God. What is good? It's not chocolate. It may taste good, but it's not good. It's not as good as the Word of God. You know, He will always satisfy you with good. You know, it's so good to have the Word. You know, what I'm doing now is I'm feeding you with the Word. I'm feeding you with the Word. The Word of God gets into your spirit, gets into your soul, gets into your body. And that's why your youth, your youth is being rejuvenated, renewed. Your mind stays active. Your mind stays active. You are not forgetful. You are not dumb. Amen. You don't suffer dementia. Why? Because every day you're being rejuvenated. Can we say amen? Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Well, I understand that, you know, yes, there's the natural side to it, but I want you to understand the heart of God. God had spent so much time grooming you from little all the way, from your, when you were little all the way up till you're an adult and then you get married, you're busy with your kids, you have no time to serve God because you have to cook them breakfast, you have to cook them lunch, you have to cook them dinner, you have to tuck them to bed. Wow, finally, oh, your kids have grown up. So will God want you to get sick, to start deteriorating, to start getting old? And you can't walk properly, and you can't think properly, and you become forgetful, and you become everybody's burden. People have to take care of you. Is that the will of God? No. God wants your life to get better and better and better and better and better. Can we say amen? Glory be to God. Hallelujah. Amen. He wants your life and my life to get better and better. Come on, can you do better? Give the Lord a big hand of praise. Amen. If God wants you good, don't ever, don't ever you think bad about yourself. Amen. Get better. Get better with life. Get better with life. Amen. Glory be to God. Amen. Say to the person next to you, I'm healthy and strong every day. Say to the person next to you, my youth is being renewed like the eagles. I'm soaring with our big belly. <laughs> Amen. Glory be to God. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Would you embrace what Jesus had done for you? Would you embrace the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living this morning? Amen. If you do, lift up your hands and embrace. Embrace what God has done for you. Amen. Hallelujah. How many of you would like to know why we don't hear God more often? Would you like to know why we don't hear God that often? Would you like to know the answer so that you can do something about it? Yes? <laughs> because we rush too much. We're always rushing. We're so hasty, busy, so preoccupied, so scheduled and set. 
and programmed. No, 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 God, we don't have enough time for that. You know, either you heal me now or you're not healing me. You know, I, I had that as well. God, you're healing. You're God, right? Just heal me right away instantaneously, you know. <laughs> we question why hasn't it happened? How come it has not happened? Why hasn't this shown up? God is too slow. Let me do it myself. I can't wait. Be careful. We are living in a very rushed generation. Everything is so fast. It's so fast. If it's not instantaneous, we dismiss it, we cancel it. If it's slow, that means God is not involved. That means it's not happening. Be careful. God is talking, but you're always in a hurry then you won't hear him. God is talking, but if you're too preoccupied, then you won't hear him. I want you to look at Isaiah 28, verse 16. Isaiah 28, verse 16. Where's my healing? Where's my healing? How come I don't see it? Where's my healing? When is it happening? When is it happening? Isaiah 28, verse 16. I want you to look at the last part of that verse. He that believes, come on, read that with me. One, two, three. Shall not make haste. One more time. He that believes shall not make haste. How many of you know that patience is one of the fruit of the Spirit? I've been praying for my son. How come I still haven't seen him change? When is that, that going to happen? Through faith and patience, you inherit the promise. It doesn't mean that God will take forever. How many of you know this is a revelation? How many of you know that the problem is not with God? It's not that God is withholding. His blessings from us. It's because we have too much junk that is hindering the flow of his blessings. That's why the Bible has scriptures that tell you, don't do this, don't do this, don't do that. It's not that I like, like I myself, I hate telling people, don't do this, don't do that. I don't like it. You do whatever you want. But, <laughs> but, but God, God says, don't do this, don't do this. Why? Because they are hindering you from getting what you want. So if you want to get your healing, believe and stop being impatient. If you want God's provision, believe and stop being impatient. If you want God to bless you, believe and stop being critical. Can we say amen? Amen. Give to the person next to you a high five and say amen. Glory be to God. Amen. <laughs> now, if we check ourselves when were we ever in a hurry? Well, when we, when we reacted, when we were provoked, when we were in fear, in anger, in offense, in resentment. Like, I couldn't wait. I just want to leave. Because you're angry. I don't even want to talk to you. I just go. Why? Because you're angry. 
So when, if you would recall, when was the last time that you were in a hurry? Because you were offended, you were upset, you were angry, you were pressured, you were being driven, you were stressed. How many of you have ever been in the presence of God and being blessed by God and you couldn't wait to leave? Whenever we're blessed, whenever we're in the presence of God, we're never in a hurry to go. Your spirit is never in a hurry. How many of you like the prime time of your life? The prime time of your life when you're young, you're beautiful, you're energetic, you know, you can do all things. How many of you would like to continue to live in that prime time? Yes, yes, you don't ever want to leave. You won't be in a hurry to leave. Why? Because you're having, you're having the best time of your life. Can we say amen? Amen. Let's lift up our hands and have the best time of our life. Amen. Glory be to God. Amen. Get into this revelation, all right? God's blessing comes in degrees and come progressively in a process and never in a hurry. The coming of Jesus and the Holy Spirit had been planned. It was not instantaneous. It was not random. It was planned since the foundation of the earth. It was a process. God's work was progressive. Instantaneous miracles came, come, because someone else, the pastor, the preacher, the evangelist, the intercessors, they have spent time in the process. It's instantaneous because somebody else had spent time in the process. And you're reaping the result of their process. Why does it take time? Well, in heaven, there is no time. Time is only here on the earth. This is one revelation. Remember, the devil always has to work in time. All right? He can only work in the realm of time. He cannot work outside of time. So if you understand this revelation, if you have this revelation, you will defeat him every time. His attacks against you are only temporary. His attacks against you in whatever form are only temporary. And that's why when your heart is steadfast, trusting the Lord, you will defeat him every time, every time, every time, every time, every time. And you will tell the devil, I defeat you again and again. I defeated you in the past. I'm defeating you now and I will defeat you in the future. Devil, hear me. You are forever defeated. Amen. It takes time for you and for me to get the revelation, the understanding, 
to be spiritualized, to be transformed, to develop the sincerity, the maturity. Don't be afraid of hard times. Don't be afraid of people not liking you. Don't be afraid of people rejecting you because that's how you grow. That's how you know I'm doing it all for the Lord, not to impress people, not so that people can like me, not so that people will love me, not so that people will honor me. No, no, it's nothing personal. And when you get that revelation, the devil has no way to hold on to you. Because it's no longer you who lives, it's Jesus who is living in you. How many of you know what I'm talking about? How many of you know what I'm talking about? Your life is not about you. If your life is about you, your life will be terrible. Because you are no match to the devil. He will defeat you every time. If your life I, listen to me, I say it one more time. If your life is about you, you'll have a terrible life because you're no match for the devil who is the enemy of your soul. He hates you because you're made in the image of God. You can't stop him from hating you. But when you don't live your life unto yourself, you live your life unto Jesus. He has no way to get you. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. So develop the sincerity, the maturity to be rooted, grounded, pruned, washed, and purged. Growing up spiritually takes time, takes training. So don't reject training when it comes, okay? Don't allow the devil to stunt your growth and rob you of your blessings. Is that okay, church, for me to talk to you honestly? Surround yourself with faithful people. Surround yourself with faithful people. People who are faithful to the calling of God. Faithful to follow God all the way. All the way. Surround yourself with people who are faithful to the word of God. Even when all hell breaks loose, you still stay faithful. Do you get it? Do you get it? Faithfulness. A faithful man, a faithful woman abounds in blessings. We have the power, God has given us the power to affect one another. In the natural, you know, you can see everything can spread. You know, in the soul, we affect one another. But God has made it for us to affect one another for good, not for evil. Say to the person next to you, I influence you for good, not for evil. Amen. Use your power of influence. Amen. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. How many of you believe that life is good? God wants your life to be good. Amen. God wants to forgive us of all of our sins and all of our mistakes. So don't live from that junk anymore. God wants to heal us of all of our sickness and all of our diseases. 
When you are sick, don't feel condemned. Don't feel that you are not holy. Don't feel that you've missed God. You know, why am I sick? Is it because I have missed God? Is it because I'm not holy enough? No, nothing of that kind of junk. That's because the devil is attacking you, that's all. So attack him back. Amen? Sickness is a spiritual battle. Sickness is a spiritual battle. Okay? So gather those that will stand together with you and fight with you. Amen? Amen. And I want to talk about the third part, deliverance from destruction. There are people that are haunted by demons. There are people that are hunted by devils. There are people who live like as if there's a curse on their lives. And they are victims all the time. And they are surrounded by evil people. Amen. It's like they're always in bad luck. It's like that they're always living either coming into an omen or coming out of an omen. There's a curse on them. It's like there are magpies, you know, around them all the time. I have good news for you. Jesus is setting you free today. Jesus is setting you free today. Free today. Amen. Glory be to God. All that darkness around you have to go. Amen. In Jesus' name. You are no longer a victim. You have become a victor. If you would believe. If you would believe. If you would believe. Amen. And Jesus would instantaneously, because he had already done it. It's the work of Calvary. He had already done it. Jesus would instantaneously move you out of the realm of demons into the realm of light. The realm of angels. His goodness and his mercy will follow you, follow you all the days of your life. And instead of becoming a victim of the enemy, you become a victor in Christ Jesus. You become a living testimony of the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. So lift up your hands right now if you would receive him as your redeemer. Redeem you from all destructions. Redeem you from all destructions. Amen. Hallelujah. Say with me, I'm a devil buster. One more time. I'm a devil buster. Amen. Where is the devil? He's now under your feet. Under your feet. Amen. Well, life would be pretty good if we would stop here, right? I mean, no more sickness, no more destruction, no more sin. Would it be very good if we were just to stop here? But no, God didn't stop here. I want you to look at Hebrews chapter 6. Hebrews chapter 6. Amen. God does not want us to have, you know, a life that is okay. You know, as we say, okay, la, you know. He doesn't want you to have an okay la life. He wants you to have an excellent life. Jesus said, I've come that you might have life, not death, but have it more abundantly. How many of you would agree with him? How many of you would agree with him? You want a more abundant life, not just an okay life, a more abundant life. All right? I want you to look at Hebrews chapter 6. Um, can we start with verse 1? Start with verse 1. Is that okay? 
Are you okay? Are you doing okay? Hebrews chapter 6, verse 1. Can we have verse 1? Therefore, leaving the principles of the doctrine of Christ. Verse 1. Therefore, leaving the principles of the doctrine of Christ, let us go on unto perfection. All right? That's what God wants us. To go on unto perfection. To go on unto perfection. All right? Let's look at what are some of the principal doctrines. All right? I want you to look at verse 2. Look at verse 2. The foundation of verse 1, sorry, it's part of verse 1. Number 1, the foundation of repentance from dead works. Number 1, the foundation of repentance from dead works. That means when you start the school of the Spirit, you have to start from grade 1, level 1. Level 1 is stop believing in your dead works. <laughs> stop believing in yourself. You know, every Sunday when I come to the service, I would spend time praying and, and praying and waiting on God. There's no way that I think I can do the service by myself. Even when it comes to praise and worship, I believe even the musicians, you need to wait on God. Amen. So number one, the foundation of repentance from dead works. That's the foundation. Number two, Faith toward God. Are you writing this down? Faith toward God. That's number two. Number three, baptisms. Baptisms. Number four, the laying on of hands. That's for service unto God. Number four, the resurrection of the dead. Amen. Number five, eternal judgment. So all those are the primary principles that the Bible has shown us that every Christian should know and live out of. I repeat, number one, repentance from dead works. Number two, faith toward God. Number three, baptisms. Number four, laying on of hands. Number three, the resurrection of the dead. Number six, eternal judgment. Every Christian should know them. That's your primary school lessons. And then you move on unto perfection. The Apostle Paul is saying, I want to give you the best, you know. I want to tell you the things that accompany salvation, all the goodies for you, all the lollies, all the good things that you want so much, that you desire so much, you know. I've been going around giving you primary school stuff, you know. Please get this, get your primary stuff for me to move on, to give you the best, the excellent. All right, now we move on to verse 4. To verse 4, Hebrews chapter 6, verse 4. Let's have a list. For it is impossible for those who were once enlightened. So the perfect, number one, enlightenment. Number two, have tasted of the heavenly gift. The experience of heavenly gifts, including the gifts of the Spirit, including the ministry of the Holy Ghost, including miracles, instantaneous healing. Number three, made partakers of the Holy Ghost. That means you move with the Holy Spirit. 
You receive the ministry of the Holy Ghost. You receive his divine guidance. You receive his divine leading. You receive his divine power. You receive his heart. Your life becomes synchronized with him. You don't make decisions that take you out of the divine path of the Holy Ghost. How do I know that I'm synchronized with the Holy Spirit? Everything falls in the right place. That's why don't just quickly plan your time. Plan your life with the Holy Ghost. This is what I've learned. You know, I don't just quickly rush and make my own decisions. Plan with the Holy Spirit. And then what is in uh, verse 5? Tasted the good word of God. What does that mean? The word of healing brings healing. The word of provision brings provision. The word of prosperity brings me prosperity. The word of wisdom brings me wisdom. Amen. Hallelujah. And, and then number 5. The powers of the world to come. You start seeing angels, the ministry of angels, the ministry of glory, the signs, the wonders, the miracles, the glory of God. Hallelujah. The move of God. Amen. You feel the power of God in your hand. You feel the move of God on your forehead. You feel the wind of the Holy Spirit carrying you, the river of life carrying you. You're no longer yourself. Amen. How many of you remember Enoch? He walked so closely with God, he was caught up. How many of you remember Elijah? He walked so closely with God, he was taken away in the chariot of fire. The powers of the world to come. Heaven is no longer scary to you. Death is no longer a threat to you. Death is no longer what the devil used to intimidate you. Death is, you know, is to be with the Lord in heaven. How many of you know what I'm talking to you? How many of you know what I'm talking about? Amen. The Apostle Paul said, beloved, we are persuaded better things of you. Things that accompany salvation. Amen. I want to finish with this. Don't miss what God has for you. Religion is hard. Christianity is not hard. Christianity is not a religious obligation, a religious duty to serve an angry God who is like a tyrant. No. Christianity is knowing the God who loves you so much, who has all the good for you, and he wants you to get into his ways to receive what he has for you. What is the most important? Your time. Your time. God needs your time to be able to minister to you to be able to have your years, to be able to have your heart. Give him your attention. Give him your time. Not out of a sense of duty, but out of a sense of joy and delight. And what he gives you will be over and above all 
that you can ask or think. And you will find yourself suddenly become such a good person, a nice person, a joyful person. Amen. And you will find your environment starts to change. Your situations start to change. You no longer carry the burdens. You no longer carry the pain. You no longer carry the depression. Why? Because your life is now so good. Can we say amen? Every eye closed, every head bow. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Every eye closed, every head bow. If you receive the revelation this morning, if you receive the grace and the mercy of God for your life, for your personal daily living, if you would humble yourself and say, I don't want to carry myself. I want to give my life to Jesus. I want to give my life to Jesus. I don't want to carry myself like a burden. I don't want to figure out things for myself. I believe in the wisdom of God. I believe in the love of God. I believe God's love for me. God loves me and he knows how to love me more than I know how to love myself. I lay down this skeptical this cynical mind, I lay it down. I want to receive the mind of Christ. I want to be shifted into his realm of spiritual knowledge. If that's you, just lift up your hands right now. Lift up your hands right now. Thank you, Jesus. Lift up your hands right now, if that's you. Amen. Every eye closed, every head bowed. Don't be worried. Nobody's looking at you. This is the most important decision you can ever make. You say, yes, yes. You know, nobody can humble you but yourself. And being humble is such a beautiful thing. Being humble is such a beautiful thing. Amen. If you say, yes. I humble myself to exalt Jesus in my life. If I can ask you to take your stand right now and stand up, to take your stand, to let everybody around you, to let the devil know that you're taking your stand to humble yourself to exalt Jesus. If you would do it now, this moment, stand up, take your stand to humble yourself to exalt Jesus. Because the minute you humble yourself, you are exalting him. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. You're taking the act of faith. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. The word of God says that it's not just what you say, it's what you do. Amen. What you're doing now, what I'm inviting you to do is to stand up for Jesus. To stand up. To let the whole world know. To let everybody around you know that you're exalting Jesus. You're humbling yourself 
and you're exalting Christ. Father God, you see everyone, everyone who is standing in your presence, in your presence, and even those in the hearts that they are standing, everyone who is standing in your presence to exalt you, to humble themselves, to exalt you. Father God, I give you thanks and praise. Holy Spirit, I ask that you come and minister to them right now. Minister to them, amen, impart your virtues, impart your goodness, your anointing. Amen. I pray for the river of Ezekiel to carry them all the way, all the way. I pray for the wind of the Holy Spirit to carry them all the way so that everyone is floating, everyone is soaring, everyone is moving in your direction, reaching your destiny, reaching your destination. Amen. Everyone, amen, is in the living water, is in the river of life. Amen. Receiving abundance, receiving energy, receiving fertility. Nothing is dry. Nothing is barren. Everything is fruitful. Everything is productive. Amen. Bless every mind with fruitful thoughts. Bless every mind, amen, with constructive thoughts, with positive thoughts, with good thoughts. Every mind moving in the power of the Holy Ghost. Amen. Glory be to God. Amen. I declare that today is the end of destructive voices. All those voices, amen, cannot enter into your mind anymore. Put a stop to them by the blood of Jesus. By the blood of Jesus, no devils can enter into your life. No evil can come near your dwelling. Glory be to God. Hallelujah. Can I ask you to touch your forehead with your fingers? Touch your forehead with your fingers. Amen. Amen. The Word of God says that the angels mark our forehead. Mark our forehead. Our foreheads are marked. And the evil one cannot attack us. Our foreheads are marked. And the evil one cannot attack us. Cannot put bad thoughts in you against yourself. He cannot turn you against yourself. He cannot turn you against yourself. Amen. Amen. Glory be to God. When God is for me, who can be against me? No weapons of the enemy formed against you can prosper. Amen. Lift up your hands right now and thank the Lord. Amen. Give the Lord a big hand of praise. Glory be to God. You can be seated. 